Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. All right, John, we got an interesting question that came through. Um, yep. And I've, I've put so much thought into this. In fact, I'm still a little stumped on it. So can you go first so I can at least think on this a little longer? What is one big mistake each of us made early on that people should avoid? And this is from Paul Mullen. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, Paul. Um, and uh, I certainly know Paul uh, is early on in his journey as well. So it's, it's, it's obviously a relevant question for him. And it's a good question. I've thought about a bit about this as well. Um, and I think there's probably two things that I would definitely say sprang into my mind. One of them is, is I wouldn't say like there, there are mistakes that I blame myself on because back then I didn't know any better, but you know, looking in hindsight, they would, they would be mistakes, right? So the first one is with my first business um, and, and even a couple of the other businesses I started, I didn't do anything with SEO, right? Uh, I, did, I didn't pay any attention to that until I was like three years into my e-commerce journey, right? So I kind of came a bit later to that. Um, and when I started getting into that and seeing what was possible there and all of that, I thought, holy crap, I wish I had done this <laughs> in my first business that I sold because I would have sold it for like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands. I mean, I got a great price for it, don't get me wrong, but I would have sold it for hundreds of thousands of dollars more if I had spent a couple of years working on SEO on that business, Right. Um, and so for me, in hindsight, that was a huge missed opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, but at the time when I was first starting there, I didn't know anything about that. And I didn't know it was something I should do because everybody was telling me, all you got to do is run ads. And so that's what I did. And I got good at running ads. But yeah, for me, I think that's, that would be, that would, that's a mistake that I would never do. I mean, I would never make that mistake again with a new business. Um, the other one I would say... And once again, I, I mean, it's a mistake, I think, but I, I don't think I built or I, early on, I should have gone and tried to work more closely with people who were doing better than me. Like, so I should have gone and found a coach, mentors, all of that sort of stuff, right? I had a network of people, like obviously people like yourself, Benny, who were sort of at the same point in the journey, like a master, I was in masterminds and things like that. And that was like in the sense of masterminds where you're just hanging out with other people who are at the same level as you and you share experiences and all that sort of thing. And that, that kind of network, that was good as a support thing to have. That was great. But I never really, aside from taking a course here or there, which didn't involve any coaching or anything, um, I never actually was close to anybody who I could sort of model off you know, who, who had been there, done that, grown a big, grown a big business in the e-commerce space and um, got more, that more direct interaction with. Um, and I, I know, I know, you know, our, our buddy Isaac says that a lot as well. Um, one of the things he, you know, he, he started around the same time we did. He, he wished he had got, you know, uh, invested in some coaching or something like that much earlier on in his experience as well. Because there's so, if you do that, there is just so much stuff you can shortcut, right? Uh, not, not exactly shortcut, but there's so many mistakes you can avoid, uh, et cetera, when you're working with somebody who, who already knows the game and who's had success there. So I think, once again, I didn't even, when I first started, I, 
coaching, business coaching, I wouldn't have even known that that existed. You know, I, I would have, if you said coaching to me, I would have been like, oh, that's just for sports, right? Because <laughs> I didn't know any better. Um, but yeah, I, I think for me, if, if, I, if I went back to the start again, um, that would be one of the first things I'd be doing. We'd be looking, looking for people that I could interact with more directly to learn from. I mean, taking, taking courses, which is just online education, lessons and things, I mean, that's great. And that is a way to learn from somebody else and model them, but um, it still doesn't really give you the full, uh, the full, the full, um, it doesn't give you the specific bits that you can get from, you know, talking directly with somebody who's been there, I think. That's probably, that's probably the two things that I, I think if I had done those things, that would have made the biggest difference to my, my early, early journey. Dude, I think those are awesome. Uh, kind of wish I thought of them so I could rant on them. I'll give you a little rant. All right, so SEO, huge, right? I didn't even know what I was doing until, I don't know, business four or five, six, somewhere down the road. Uh, and then it really blew things up, right? Just doing things the right way and learning. And, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I'll toot my own horn. I think I'm an expert at e-commerce SEO. I think uh, some of the shit that you're doing, we're, we're pretty similar here, John. Like, uh, and, it, and we're yeah. both, we both don't shut up about it for a reason. Because uh, it's such a big factor. And, and Look, you got a lot to learn in the beginning, so I don't blame you for not knowing it. I didn't know it in my first store. I didn't know it in my second. I'd, I'd love to buy that one back. Again, pelletgrillpros.com. That was one of my old businesses. Uh, if that dude's ever listening, sell me it back because I want to blow it up. Uh, I like the business. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so <laughs> the other one, you're right, man, masterminds. like So uh, the term is, is used differently, right? So I was part of a few air quote masterminds of people who were at my same level. A famous one was I was supposed to get on a call with Clint Parker, um, Ernest Epps, Corey Eckert and myself in a, in a air quote mastermind. Right. And Clint didn't show up. Ernest didn't show up. Uh, it was just Corey and I, and by the end of it, Corey gave me half his business that we scaled very quickly. Um, and, and he bought me back out of, uh, and so like those can no, be that, beneficial. That, that's, that's, that's a good, uh, that's a good, Sort of picture of those other two dudes as well. Didn't turn up. <laughs> uh, I love me some Clint Parker. Don't get me wrong. Uh, all right. So look, and that's one, one example. I just want to jump in here real quick and say, if you're loving this show, the number one thing you can do to help us right now is to smash that subscribe or follow button and leave us a review. It really does help us to grow this show and reach more people. And you can do it right now while you're listening. Now, also, if you've got a friend or two that you know should be listening to this show, make sure you share it with them or just send them to dropshippodcast.com. We'd love to have them join us as well. And real quick, I've got two additional dropshipping resources that we would love to share with you. The first is our free dropshipping Facebook group called The Dropship Tribe. It's all about high-ticket dropshipping and you can learn a ton in there. All you need to do is jump onto Facebook and search The Dropship Tribe or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash dropship tribe and hit the join button. Now, if you're loving the Dropship Podcast and you want more, we actually have a members-only version of this show where we go even deeper into high-ticket dropshipping. We do question and answers with our members, website reviews, teardowns, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. It's just $5 an episode, which is like a cup of coffee. And as a bonus, you get free access to our entire back catalog of episodes when you join. So you can binge it without paying a cent. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash dropship podcast 
And just as a note, you can find the links to both of those resources below in the show notes. Now let's dive back into the show. The other is like Pate. And the first one I ever went to was uh, George Bryant's mastermind. I'm sure some of you have seen him uh, in Isaac's content. Uh, wasn't cheap. It was $2,500 a month. I think um, I've seen him much bigger than that. I'm in another one currently that's $1,500 a month. Uh, but th- they're priceless, man. Like I don't know about so much about mm. the the monthly calls. Like if I was doing my own mastermind, maybe we should do one, John. Hint, hint. Uh, I, number one, I would charge that much. But I would, I would try to change the calls monthly because or even weekly. Th- th- just the whole some of those calls are not great uh some can be great some some are not great um but the events when you go see people in per- there's no there's no like substitute for going and meeting people in person and like really spending time with them and, and building relationships like john you and i knew each other but the moment i laid eyes upon you in in hawaii john um i fell in love you know like it's love at first sight <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we built a relationship that, that, uh, was much, much stronger and we were able to share things a whole lot deeper. Um, there's something about getting in person and it just, you're able to learn in a different fashion. Um, you're, you're able to build relationships. It, it's, it's so much different. So I, I can, I can toot both of those horns. I would say like, if I look back, those two are huge. I would have paid for help earlier, way earlier. Um, mm. and I would have started on SEO had I known the impact it would have on my life and my businesses. But for me, uh, it's two things. Number one, uh, I'm going to give you an easy one out of the gates. Answer your fucking phone. Uh, don't send that shit to voicemail. Don't not call people back. Call everyone back. You have to cut your teeth on a whole new thing. It's called sales. Um, and the only way to do that is to embarrass yourself and lose a bunch of sales while you look like an idiot on the phone. Answer every single call. Do your best you can and be honest with them and be like, look, this, you know, this is something I'm trying to get off the ground. I'm just, Joe bag of donuts here in Wisconsin. I've got a family. I'm trying the best I can. Like people are going to empathize with you. They're not expecting you to be this giant business and you don't need to portray yourself as that. So answer your phone. Uh, the the other one, I would say it, we kind of talked about it. It's, you know, what, if you knew you were going to own this business for five more years, 10 more years, 20 more years, how would that affect the decisions you were making right now? I bet it would change it a lot, right? You wouldn't maybe make some of the rash decisions you're making. You wouldn't cut your ad spend that day because you couldn't afford it. You wouldn't, um, you wouldn't keyword stuff your titles hoping it works for SEO. You would try to do things the right way, and you'd be okay being patient and and thinking long term. And and I definitely wasn't that in the beginning. I was in a whole lot of pain. I was in a whole lot of debt. I was working a lot. Um, you know, my relationship wasn't that great at the time, and I, w- I was doing whatever I could. I thought you know, maybe these sales will come rescue me from this situation. Uh, and I made poor decisions in the beginning. I, I didn't think long-term and, and had I thought long-term, I might still have both of those brands and they might be absolute monsters at this point. Uh, and so I would encourage you to just, just take a step back and say, if I own this for 10 years, when I still make this decision, um, if I didn't need mm. cash tomorrow, like you think you're going to get from this order, which you may not get, like, how would your decisions be different? That, those are the two things I would look at. And so, mm. you know, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I can describe it any better than that, John. But it's 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 definitely trying to think long term. Ah, yeah, I think that's that's awesome. I mean, that's it's a really powerful practice. I think in the, in the beginning, it's it's you know you get so focused on the next the next day kind of thing, or the next even the next four or five hours, you know, and just what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next. That you don't really put your head up to look like where am I actually going with this? Where do I want this to take me? What am I actually aiming to achieve here? And, what does that mean I need to do now? And look, to be honest, on your first business, if it's your first experience in business, it's really tough to know how to think long-term, right? Because you've probably never done it in your life before, right? Most people 
you know, stumble through life thinking about the next day they've got to go to work or what's happening on the weekend or something like that. No, very few people are looking, what am I doing in five years? And is what I'm doing right now actually leading me to that place? Um, or is it just a distraction? Um, so I, I think, and that ties back to working with somebody who's more experienced than you or people who are more experienced with you because they can help you have that thinking or develop that thinking for yourself. They'll ask you questions around, you know, they'll be able to put questions in your mind around is, is what you're doing now the right thing to take you to where you want to be or are you just distracting yourself with things that don't, that are not important or that don't matter or that aren't going to get you there? Um, and so, yeah, but that's, I think that's, that's a great thing to think of. And I like that both of us didn't say, oh, I wish I had have chosen a different niche to start in. Because <laughs> that's what everybody thinks. Oh, your biggest mistake must have been that you picked the wrong products to sell or something like that. And that's, that's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't pick the best products in the beginning, but that's definitely not what I would think is a, is a mistake for me. Yeah, I think uh, the only other thing I would add on the end of that is... Uh, Go buy a book called Vivid Vision. It's by Cameron Harold. It's a really, really yeah. short book. I give it to all my consulting clients. It's one of my most recommended books. Uh, go buy Vivid Vision if you're in the beginning of this journey. Or heck, if you've never heard of it and you're in the middle of this journey, go buy Vivid Vision and and read it. And then go do the exercise. It's going to ask you to go out without your phone into nature and like do some exercises. Do them. Um, and if it may be the first time you've ever really thought about three years out. Um, and he really wants you to paint that picture of what does that look like for you and for your business. I would challenge you to do this for your relationship, for your yep. personal life, for your business, for your parenting life. If you're a parent, uh, really try to shift it into different areas of your life, how you can do the same exact exercise. He's going to focus on business in the book, uh, but you can do this for your life too. It's uh, one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. I seen that. I love it. I read that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it must've been a couple of years ago or more now. Um, but yeah, I've done that exercise for my life as well as for business. And I think it works fantastic both ways. I mean, for some people, it probably feels like some people, when you talk about the vision stuff, they get all kind of cringy and stuff and, you know, I kind of get that at one point in my life, I was like that, but just give it a go. I'd say like, have an open mind, give an exercise like that a go and actually make use of it. And I think you'll find like, it just feels good to do that as well. I, I think for me, um, particularly when you get down the track and you've got a lot going on in your businesses and, and that sort of thing, just having that, um, you know, path kind of documented and, and something that you can see in your mind, it's, it's like a really comforting thing. For me to kind of know yep i actually know where i'm going it takes a lot of stress out of the day-to-day -day stuff when which which can get overwhelming at times right you know in business there can seem like there's so many things to do and there's so many things competing for your attention but having that kind of vision mapped out and you can say yep that's where i'm always where i'm going um and, I'm, and be really focused on that i think it it reduces your stress as well and like you know so i, I think it's yeah i love that exercise um and that's something I, I have those for, like I said, my business and my life, and I'll update those like once a year sort of thing, at least. Take some time to do that. It's cool. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step -step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. 
So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.